Floor behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. And it is Fix It Radio here on KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty, joining me today. Dennis has the day off. I appreciate him and Dan Muir filling in for me last week as I was on vacation. So I do appreciate Actually, not last week, but the week before. Yeah. Appreciate that. So thank you guys very much. I do appreciate it. And we are live, actually, Jeff and I today are at the Sons of Italy Car Show. So we'll be doing drive radio from here as well. So come by, say hi. And it's always a great event. GIA Insurance is a a big sponsor of this particular event, which is one of our sponsors as well. So Paul's just a great guy. There's lots of cars. There's food. It's, at, you know, honestly, this thing's not supposed to start till 10, but there's already, I don't know how many cars here, Jeff, 70 cars or so probably already. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty, pretty, pretty good, pretty good uh, turnout so far. So if you want to come out and see some great cars, enjoy some great Colorado weather here in the fall, I would say, Stop by, and I realize that's not necessarily a fix-it radio sort of a thing, but car shows are great, and if you're out and about, come by and say hi. We'd love to chat with you. We've missed so many of them. Here, put your mic up closer. There we go. We've missed so many there of them. There we go. That's better. What a summer. Yeah, we usually have, uh, usually this is about our fourth or fifth event yeah. throughout the year, and I've only had one event on an open house up in Sterling for Novus. That's really been the only other event that we've had. So this is uh, this is actually a treat to be out in, it in is. here. So we appreciate them inviting us. It's been fun. We'll be here till 1 o'clock until we go off air. I believe the show itself goes until 2. Officially doesn't start until 10, but you can come by now. There's tons of cars here. and. And there's already food, you know, going around, and there's some tents and some displays and different things. So come by, say hi, and enjoy. By the way, lines are open. You can always call in, 303-477-5600. But this is Fix It Radio. We'll have Drive Radio next. A few things I wanted to talk about today, and I realize that some of this may seem a little bit repetitive from maybe a few shows here a few weeks ago, but there's things you need to be doing as we prepare for fall. Much like our vehicles, Jeff, there's certain things that we need to be doing around the house just like we do with the vehicles. Because if you don't, it can end up costing you more money. Definitely. You said you about have your honeydews done. I got it. I still got plenty to do, but. Does it ever I, end? No, it never ends because you live in it. Yes. You know, you got to. We just had cabinets done here not that long ago. And right. Of course, what's the first thing that breaks? That fancy little uh, trash can bin container. And, uh, you know, I had to redo that. You know, those are a great idea because you don't ever see the trash, but they're a pain in the rear. Just, they are. Just as a side note. They are. I mean, I know that they're they're nice and they hide everything away and you don't see trash out in the kitchen and so on, but they're a pain in the neck. They are. They are, and they're poorly designed. And I don't know if there's a good, you know, I don't know if there's a, I shouldn't say there's not a good one of those because maybe there is, but I, I haven't ever seen one yet that i really care for a little bit of crafty business with the table saw and you can do a there lot you, of there you, well you're you're the woodworker not not me i'm the i'm more the car guy but okay so i got a few tips for you again if you've got questions for us give us a call 303-477-5600 we'd love to chat and if you've got questions around the house doesn't matter what it is it could be indoors could be outdoors 
There's several things that we'll get into. Real quick, though, before I get into these things, I found a nice article on Popular Mechanics that talks about some things. But, but right now, outside, I want to finish up on that because we talked about this several weeks ago. I know we had snow yep. a couple of weeks ago. You still need to water, okay? Yep. So don't shut your irrigation off and all that. You, you could be, though, right now doing aeration and fertilization. In fact, I would be doing both of those. And I like doing that now because as we start heading into the fall months, in the winter months even, you need some food on the, you know, the grass, believe it or not, still needs food and nutrients, you know, just like, uh, just like we do. Yep. Now, something else about that that most people don't realize. If you're on city water, you will find yourself needing a little more and a little different type of nutrients than if you're on well water. And the reason for that is because the well water has some natural minerals in it that will actually feed the grass just much like the rainwater does, where the chlorinated, softened, purified water that comes out of the spigot that you can drink does not. And it, I know that sounds odd, and people would think, well, water's water. Well, no, water isn't water when it comes to you know, irrigation and those sorts of things. There are nutrients uh, that are in the well water, and, and, and again, that depends on where you are, what kind of water you've got coming out of the well, and so on. But the reality is you're going to have more nutrients in well water than you're going to have in typical ta you know, tap water, tap which water. is typically what you're watering your grass with. <clears throat> now, doesn't mean you can't get a good green lawn with tap water, but it's just something you need to realize that that tap water doesn't have the same nutrient capability to it. Uh, and, and again, you just need to be checking that. Now, one other thing I should mention, and a lot of landscapers can do this. A lot of landscapers don't know that you can do this. It depends on the landscaper. Good landscapers understand this. If you have any types of problems in your yard where you're thinking, hey, I've got you know some deterioration, I've got yellow spots, I think I might have some bugs or some worms or whatever, there is a service at CSU mm -hmm. in their ag department where you can actually take and order a soil sample test and you can actually take your sample, send it up, they'll analyze it, tell you exactly what's going on, what kind of degradation do you have, what kind of, you know, are you over-fertilizing, is there too much nitrogen in the soil, all these sorts of things. They can tell you all those different things, and you can adjust accordingly and or take care of whatever problem that area of your grass, your, you know, your landscaping has, and, and that's how that part of it works. So it actually works it's, it works very well in, in the commercial end of things. We use that quite a bit. And there's even a couple of the greenhouse-related places that do the same thing for you. Uh, my sister went through the Master Gardener program up there. and I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? No, she, she's... I did not know that. My sister is phenomenal. We should get her on air. Uh, I can try. We should do that, actually. I can try. I mean, knowing all of that, yeah, that would be awesome, actually. Ah, she'd, uh, she might enjoy that. Yeah, we should do that. It would be fun to have her. She went through that. Uh, she's had quite an extensive career. Okay. But anyways, th those are the things that you can do. And a lot of folks don't realize that those exist. And, and don't, you know, here's the other thing. There's also, I've seen ads for this where, you know, and I'm not trying to poke anybody in the eye, but, you know, there's the National Lawn Services that will run around and claim they will do those same things for you. And I will tell you just from personal experience from years ago, granted I've had my own landscape company now for about the last, I don't know, since 2003 or so, so it's been a while. Uh, but the reality is those guys will tell you and promise you things that in a lot of cases they can't deliver. And they'll, they'll try to tell you that they'll do the analyzation and all those different things too. 
And, and the reality is you can do all of that yourself. You don't have to rely on anybody else doing that for you. You can do that yourself. It's not that hard to do. And, and a lot, in fact, a lot of the lawn care that's done outside, you can do yourself. You don't really have to rely on anybody else to do that. It's really not that difficult. It's, you know, having a green thumb is really more of a time situation than it is anything else. Put huh. a little bit of time and effort into it, and it'll go a long way. It takes a lot of time to, it to get it up. It does. So, anyways, there, there's a few tips for you. So keep the irrigation going right now. We will let you know in the coming weeks when it's time to shut some things down. And you already heard me talk several weeks ago about that and the fact that in, in most cases, uh, most of your irrigation systems do not need blown out. That was a conversation we had a few weeks ago. Uh, there's some specifics with that. And if you have a question specifically on that, feel free to email us. You can go to fixitradio.com. Uh, go on the contact page there, send us an email, and we'll get that answered for you as well. I got I got one question. Yes. So how do you find a leak in a, in a sprinkler system, a big leak? A, bit, a, a big leak? Yeah, about 40,000 gallons. Ooh, that's big. And you don't find any wet spots. Interesting. Uh, the one thing I would probably do is pressurize it with air. Because if you pressurized it with air, you could hear that air leaking out probably more so than you than you would the water. So I think I would use air in that particular case to try to find that. That's what I would do. Turn, each, so, turn each zone on. Because yeah. you can typically, you, you know what the air would sound like. So you, know, you could hear the air pressurized up and you'd hear that more so. Because some, some leaks with water you can't hear or see depending upon where they're at. If they're down far enough, you'll never hear or see well, it. Especially when you got rock all over that's the place. That's right. You won't it's see it. almost impossible. 40,000 gallons is a lot, by the way. Yeah, that was a shocker. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a lot. So, anyways, uh, again, our, our phone number, 303-477-5600. We'd love to have you call in and, and talk with us, 303-477-5600. And just give us a call. We'd love to hear you, your, uh, your comments, your questions, anything you've got, let us know. And that's what we're here for. So, a few things around the house that you could be taking care of and this is the time of the year to do this so one thing that i would recommend also and we've got some great roofing companies that we uh, are partners with you can actually send me an email and i'll get you some information on that but i would right now get a free roof inspection most good solid roofing companies will give you a free roof inspection and it's that time of the year to where you are getting a roof inspection done would be a good idea we're heading into that time of the year where where uh uh, how, what am I trying to say here, Jeff? If you Jeff? got any ice dams yeah, or you, anything you, like that, that's, that's exactly gonna, right. Going to create a problem and lift up your roof and create exactly. A- so we, we want we want to take care of those things now, not you know down the road. So yes, in that particular case, uh, get that free roof inspection done right now. That's one of those things. They'll also check gutters, drainage, uh, damming, things along those lines. They yep. can look at all of those things and actually handle that for you. Joe and Castle Rock joining us now, though. Joe, what's going on, sir? John, good morning. Hey, did you listen to the show last week? I did not. No, sir, I didn't. We, we had a little fun with Dan. One of the things uh, that uh, we were talking about things you should do in preparation for the winter, and I said, and uh, you, if you have a whole house humidifier, which most uh, new homes do, you ought to check it and, right. and check the pad. First of all, make sure you've had it off all summer, but right. if you haven't replaced that humidifier pad, which is probably all uh, right. covered with minerals, you put. And Dan said, I have a whole house humidifier. <laughs> 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 Good one. Yes. So we had yes. to describe what it looked like, but um, if, if you have one, well, in many, but many, you know, and on a, on a serious note, Joe, there's a lot of folks, and unless somebody's gone through that with them, they wouldn't know that. Right. Yeah. So, but first of all, if you have one, you should have turned it off back in May. Right. Uh, right. But even if you turned it off in May, you probably didn't bother to. 
pull the pad. You can get a new pad either at Home Depot or get one delivered from Amazon in three or four days. But gotcha. now's the time to replace that humidifier. Yeah, pad. great point. Yep, great point. So, got one more for you. It's a little late in the season, but um, a little known thing about barbecues. I just had a neighbor needlessly replace the uh, regulator and, and gas line on his uh, barbecue. And uh, he would turn his barbecue on, and he would only get a really, really low flame, and he thought he had a bad regulator. Uh, so he went spiders. Out and, no, no, he went out and got a brand-new regulator, you know, went through, yeah. changed the connection, put it on, same thing. And most people don't realize is that propane regulators have uh, what's called an overflow safety. Right. And a lot of people make the mistake. They leave the burners turned on, uh, and, and then they just turn it on and off with the, uh, the valve on the tank. And if you do that with the burners open, you will frequently uh, uh, get a surge that will trip that little safety inside the regulator, and you'll default to yeah. this. It's almost like a limp mode. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they think they got a bad regulator. So the way to turn your barbecue on and off is turn the valves off first, then shut the tank off, and then when you yes. do it in reverse, you turn the yeah, tank Yeah, same on. deal. Yes, turn pressurize it, it and then turn them on. And then turn them on one at a time. But if you right. have three or four burner valves open and just spin that valve in the tank Oof. open, you'll trip the safety and you'll get yeah. this little tiny weak flame. And I can't wow. tell you how many people have needlessly changed out their, their barbecue regulator when it was just an operator. And you know what? You're, you're telling me something I've never had exper I've, I've never experienced because I've never done it the way you're talking about it. I mean, I've always used the knobs on the, the front of the – I mean, I have a smoker now, but back when I was doing it that way, I always turned the knobs on the front first and, the you know, the you know, with tank first and then the knobs and then in reverse the same way. Yeah, well, if you want to try it someday, Don, uh, John, just go home, turn all your burner valves on, and then open the tank and see how much of a flame you'll get. It'll that, be that, that would be great if I had one of those. But I, once <laughs> I started smoking, Joe, I, uh, I gave all those away. I, I don't have a gas grill anymore. Me I've, neither. I, I, yeah, I, I've gotten the smoking thing down to the point where it's a, I, I just, I, it was just one more thing hanging around I didn't need, and I got rid of it. All right. The other thing I'll repeat from last week, they were talking about winterizing your, you know, weed whackers and lawnmowers. Yes, yes. Um, with a stable. And then two points. One, if you're going to put the stable in, you need to run it. If you're going to put the stable in leaf fuel, you need to run it for a minute or two to get that stabilized fuel in through the carburetor. Otherwise, you're right. still going to yes. gum the carburetor right. up. Right. Second, Dan asked, well, how do you get rid of the fuel? I don't want to, you know, I don't want to dump it in the ground. And uh, very simple. You take Let it run turkey, out. Well, you, well, yeah, and if it's too full, take a turkey baster, suck it into a gas can, then let it run out, you know, so it's only running for a couple of minutes, and then take right. the gas that was in your gas can and pour it in your car. Exactly, you easy don't enough. Have to, yeah, you don't have no. to run your lawnmower for an hour. Just suck out the excess fuel with a turkey baster. No, but, but, you know, the idea there, too, is kind of watch it as you get towards the end of the season, and if you know you've only got another mower or two left, just don't put as much fuel in it, and, and uh, then you find yourself with not much in it anyways, and off you go. Done deal. Exactly. Sure. So, yeah. And, that, and that's the way to do it. But, again, change your uh, – if okay. you have a whole house humidifier, change the pad, change Great the idea. air filter while you're at it, and make sure you pay attention yeah. to the little arrow for the airflow. Okay. Uh, good stuff. Joe, I appreciate it very much. Enjoy your day, sir. You too, John. Bye-bye. All right, man. Thank take care. Much. All right. Jeff in Western Montana, hang tight. We'll take a quick break. Come back, take your call. We've got lines open, 303-477-5600. This is Fix-It Radio. Myself, Jeff Kitty. This is KLZ 560. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. 
Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Take AIM. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the Asset Manager all-in-one loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loans to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30. People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from 100000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. Now is the time to zero in on your target audience. So many businesses spread themselves too thin by trying to reach an enormous pool of customers. John Rush can help you define your niche, trimming the fat so you can maximize your profits, not just surviving the shutdowns, but actually beating out your competition with smarter business strategies. You've done a good job staying afloat. Now it's time to hone in on your most profitable customers. Reach John now at RushToReason.com. All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Jeff in western Montana. Welcome, Jeff. How are you, sir? I'm better than I deserve. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's good um, to hear. How, what's the weather like in Montana today? Um, it is really, really smoky. We're getting a lot of that Oregon, Northern California gotcha. smoke coming up here. So I, I normally have a great view of the Mission Mountains from my deck, and I can't see even to the lake. So Wow. That's so bad. We're, we're pretty socked in. So. Yeah, you but are. It, it could be worse. It could be fires here. So. That's true, too. Good point. Um, yep. So uh, when I heard about that 40,000 gallon after going, holy cow. That's um, a lot. Yeah. And I, I thought a couple of things. First of all, any leak is going to have to be on the high pressure side, right? Upstream from yes. the manifold. Yes. So that shouldn't be a very long stretch. Yeah, well. Look at well, I could I can tell you, I've lived in that house for 63 years for the most part, and we get that big of a leak, we're going to have water in our basement. Yeah. And we got no water in our basement. So you don't have that big of a leak? Well, or any that, leak? I've well, I've argued be, and argued. The, yeah, it could be one of the valves that are you know are leaking out of the manifold into the lot. And that's what I thought, and I. Uh, that was the first thing I checked. So, the, so make sure that I'm following correctly. You got a big bill, and think something's off. They're telling you there's a leak. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, that's ah, that makes more sense now. Okay. Well, I even had them change out. It, it got really interesting quick. Okay. 
Uh, I even had them change out the meter because they had just replaced the meter. Gotcha. And I got the song and dance, and I'm not going to go into what right. water district or anything else. But, well, you use that water, so you got to pay for it. Gotcha. Said, There's no... So yeah, I, I, I'm like I'm with Jeffs. You know, forty thousand gallons. I mean, you you'd see water someplace. That's a lot of that's a lot of water, folks. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, and we're, on a, we're on a private well system up here, and uh, so we're pretty you know intimately involved with all the water readings and everything. Right. And that's that's I'm not going to say what the community would use, but I think it's probably pretty close to what the community of, of seventeen houses would use a month in winter time. So I mean. Yeah, that that is a whole yeah. bunch. The other thing, yeah, that's a lot. Thing. That's yeah, that's. I mean, even for even for irrigating and such, Jeff. That's. I mean, that's a lot. Forty thousand for depending upon how big your yard is, of course. But forty thousand gallons is a lot. Well, yeah. we've got drip irrigation and a front yard with grass, and that's it. So you wouldn't have that much. No, no, no. gotcha. So, and, and, so it sounds like it was more when they replaced a water meter. Something was wrong, or wrong reading, or something. That could very well be. That we're, would be my thought. We're going to find out after this. <laughs> well, and the other thing, too, is um, we have uh, remote read- readouts here on each of the houses. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. Does meter reading doesn't have to go in the house. And I found out that uh, that meters, um, that, that outside, I, the outside reader is actually done by a uh, little magnet inside yep. the, the right. uh, meter itself. That it goes through every hundred gallons, it winds up a little spring, and then sends out a nine volt pulse and causes the external thing to trip, indicate another hundred gallons. So um, it could be that maybe that spring is weak and it's tripping. If it was an outside read, that it was tripping more often, or uh, you know, just something like that. But other than that, I didn't want. Interesting. To, I don't want I did, I, and by the way, Jeff, you just told me something I didn't know. I didn't know that's how those those uh, remote meters work. That's interesting. So they they're not that precise. It's every hundred gallons they trip. Oh, they're they're very precise. The ones that we've got are they? Okay, because I've watched them. Gotcha. <laughs> I stood yeah, right there they, and looked yeah, at they, it. Yeah, they, they they roll up that little spring as the little wheel goes around inside the meter, and you know, as the gotcha. little spring rolls up to indicate a hundred gallons have gone by, it sends out the little nine volt pulse in it. It trips it, so. Gotcha. Um, but those can go bad too, so just, just okay. another thought. But okay, no, but good, good, no, good thoughts, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it, Jeff. Western yeah. Montana. Hopefully, he'll uh, he'll be able to see the mountains here before hopefully long. You those get fires some are bad. Yeah, exactly. So appreciate you calling, Jeff, very much. Any other questions, comments you got for us? Lines are open 303-477-5600. And again, we're live at the Sons of Italy Car Show. Yes, I know we're Fix-It Radio, and this is a car show, but Drive Radio is coming up next, and that's the biggest reason we're here is for Drive Radio. But it's already the parking lot is continuing to fill up. Cars keep showing up. People keep showing up. And I kind of anticipated this would be a pretty decent event today, Jeff, just because I think people want to go out and do some things because they've been cooped up for oh, seven months. Jeez. So they're yeah. they're excited to get out, and this is great, by the way. So I'm glad we're here. This is fun. I enjoy it's, this. Uh, it's nice to be out. It's very nice to be out. So on parole again, three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. 
And uh, we do appreciate it. Give us a call, 303-477-5600. So free roof inspection. Get your gutters taken care of. That's one of the first things you need to do as you head into winter. The last thing you want to have is, you know, damming of ice up on the roof. That's hard on the roof itself. It's hard on the shingles. It doesn't drain correctly. Lots of things can happen. And, again, a good roofing company, which we've got some referrals we can send to you. So if you send me a, an email, uh, fixitradio.com. Uh, it's just john at fixitradio.com, by the way. But if... Uh, if you need help along those lines, we can help you. But a good, not the fly-by-night, they come in, storm chaser kind of roofing companies, not those guys. But a good, solid roofing company will give you a good roof inspection. They'll tell you what condition the roof is in, how many years you potentially have left, how things are looking. Do you have some areas where you could potentially, you know, shore some things up? Do you have some areas of concern where you would have some ice damming? What do the gutters look like? Do you need to add a gutter? All those things. A good roofing company can look at all of that and tell you. And some of you would think, well, it's been that way since the house was built. Yeah, that doesn't mean it was exact. Oh. Right? <laughs> yeah. Get where I'm going there? It doesn't mean it's correct is my point. So have somebody come and look at that, and they can tell you all those different things. Now, here's something else. that. So Andy and I yesterday, we were talking a little bit off air because he was asking me what were we going to talk about today. So I told him, he's like, well, do I need that done? He says, my roof's only about a year old. I'm like, yes. And he says, well, well, why? I'm like, well, it's like maintenance. Okay, do you change the oil in your brand-new car? Well, of course you do. So the reality is even though you've got a brand-new roof that was just put up, I would still have that inspected on an annual basis. Typically, the company that put the roof in for you, if it's a good, solid company, will come and do that for you as well because, again, we want to do maintenance just like we do on the car, and the best way to do that is to make sure you're staying on top of things. And even though the roof is new, get the company out, have them walk through it, the other thing about that that I like doing is, as a side note, not pointing fingers, but it's just like a car, Jeff, in the shop. Having another, because typically the guy that will come out and inspect, it's not the same guy that probably did the work. Yeah. So getting another set of eyes on what was done previously and looking everything over and making sure there's nothing that needs attention is a great thing to do, and that's what they will do when they come out. So it's that simple. And uh, just, just again, if you need a referral on that, let us know. I'll give you a referral. We'll take care of you that way. Just go to fixitradio.com and get the roof handled. All right, we come back. I've got a few other things I want to talk about as well. Joe just talked about the small engine side of the fence and so on. And, yes, that's something else, too, where you want to get what you're going to be using in the winter done and handled and then start getting ready to store what you have now as we head into winter. Unfortunately, in Colorado, we can have some overlap as we just learned a week or so ago. In other words, you could run the snowblower one weekend and the lawnmower the weekend after. And that's where you need to make sure you're prepared because that's just the climate and where we live in Colorado. We, you know, Right now, we, as you all know, we could get snow from now until next May. That's just the way our way it's where we live. So those of you that maybe are transplants that have moved in, what we experienced a couple of weeks ago is not out of the ordinary. Those things can happen. Now, we could also now have no snow until Thanksgiving, or we could get snow several times between now and Thanksgiving. You don't know. It's hard to say. That's for sure. And there's, no, by the way, just, just because it did snow doesn't mean it's going to snow a lot this winter. That has nothing to do with it. Again, those of you that are transplants, just because we had one snowstorm doesn't mean it's going to snow every week throughout the winter after. It, it, it just depends on what the weather patterns do, the jet stream and all of that. Now, fair warning, Farmer's Almanac and some of the folks that we talk to in my business, because we do snow removal, we watch that end of things fairly closely, some of what we're hearing is 
it may be a little bit different of a winter than we're typically used to. Different as in not necessarily colder, but the snowstorms will be a little different. We may have more frequent storms without as much accumulation. But it again, these are predictions. <laughs> and that's a prediction. Nobody knows. Till we get there, you have no idea. The best, the best thing to do is just make sure that you're prepared and that things are handled. You're ready for winter and all of that. So we'll come back. We'll talk a few, a few more things along those lines. If you've got a question for us, give us a call, 303-477-5600. But we, again, are live at the Sons of Italy Car Show. Myself, Jeff Kitty. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change, all without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. John Rush believes there's no such thing as normal. You always need to stay focused on the future, and this current environment is no different. The only difference now is that you have a rare opportunity to beat your competition as they stay stuck in survival mode. Not one of John's small business clients shut down during the quarantine. And believe it or not, none of them has seen a drop in overall revenue compared to last year. Hire John and stay focused on the future. RushToReason.com. Get your unique vehicle insured for what you know it's worth. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance gives you the coverage you expect, which means you have the money to replace your vehicle when something goes wrong. Here's a real story from a customer of Paul. A brand new custom vehicle in transport was not strapped on correctly. It fell off the transport vehicle and onto the highway through no fault of the owner. Because he had insured his vehicle with Paul Lewinberger, he filed a claim and replaced the vehicle, no questions asked. In fact, American National Insurance went to bat for him against the transport company to make sure he got the coverage he expected. With any other insurance, that story might have ended very differently. Make sure your unique vehicle is insured correctly so you get the coverage you expect. Call the personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. All right, Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560, myself, Jeff Kitty, and we are again live at the Sons of Italy Car Show in the Wheat Ridge area. I should have mentioned where that was. I you I. 32nd in Harlan. Yeah, you can Google Sons of Italy and find it. It's not that hard. But, yes, we're at 32nd in Harlan, right on the corner. It's really easy to find. If you get over in this area, just look for the flags and the cars and the people, and you won't have any any hard time finding us at all. So it, it's a, we'll, we'll be here till about 1 o'clock as we go off air. The car show goes until 2, and there's a lot of great vehicles and people here. So come by, say hi, and uh, just enjoy yourself. And there's food, by the way, as well. So Sons of Italy Car Show, 32nd 
and Harlan. All right. Fixitradio.com is the website. Go there, ask questions, send us whatever you've got. We'd love to answer it. All right, next up on our list, we've talked about getting your roof in shape, gutters, and your you know lawnmower and snowblower and things like that. Fertilization I covered as well. Here's one, though, and we talked about this early in the Fixit Radio program, clear back in July, but as a reminder, this is also the time of the year where you want to fix any type of concrete or asphalt cracks. And, folks, this is something that there are companies you can hire to come do this. If you've got a long asphalt driveway, for example, and there's a bunch of cracks and, and or crazing and things like that, yeah, you should probably have somebody come out, look at doing a seal coat or do something along those lines to help you out. Most of you listening are going to have a concrete driveway, though. And either case, there are products available and made whereby you can do this yourself. There's... There's no, I don't want to say this, Jeff, it's not, rocket science, it's not rocket science to fix a crack in the asphalt or a crack in the, in the concrete, in the pavement, or in the, uh, in the concrete, pavement versus concrete. The key is using the right product. What I mean by that is you're going to use a more tarish type, you know, asphalt product to fix, a, you know, an asphalt type driveway versus what you would do on a concrete driveway. Concrete. And they make concrete crack filler on that as well. Now, two parts to this. Asphalt's pretty easy. Okay, it's a tarry type substance. Some of it you can pour out of a can and squeegee on. Some of it you can, you know, you can run out of a a a, 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 a caulking gun. Just depends on what product you bought and so on. And most of you that have an asphalt driveway, again. Uh, that's really not that big of a deal to do. And I am a proponent on driveways especially of having them seal-coated about every third year because your asphalt will last that much longer. Something else, though, that you should be doing on either on either type of driveway, whether it be concrete or asphalt. And most people don't know what I'm going to say, but because I own a sweeping company, I can tell you all sorts of things about pavement maintenance, concrete and or asphalt. And folks don't realize it, but when you don't sweep and or blow off your driveways, or in the case of an asphalt lane, the natural dirt that's coming onto that particular surface from the cars, what gets blown in, all of that, the junk that gets dropped in the winter and so on, literally that fine grit that ends up on top of the pavement becomes like sandpaper between the tire and the pavement. And people think that the stripes on the road go away because the sun fades them and they just naturally disappear. Nope. Not true, folks. What takes the stripes off of a parking lot or off of the roads itself is what I just described. That sandpaper, if you would, that those rocks on the road in between the tires rubbing against the paint, that's what rubs the paint off. That's why they make thermoplastic uh, stripes and things like that to try that it's much thicker to try to help with a lot of those things but the reality is it's that dirt and the gunk and the junk that's on the driveway or the asphalt or the street itself that's taking those stripes off and that's that's kind of the way that I shouldn't say kind of that's the way that works therefore proper maintenance on either a long drive or on even your own driveway is I don't care if you get a gas-powered blower, if you use a battery-powered blower, if you use a shop, va- shop vac in reverse. Multiple ways to blow all that junk off and to keep your driveway and or your, your lane clean, and that's in a lot of cases with air. You don't have to use water. You can 
you can blow all that off. And then there's companies like mine that if you've got a long enough lane where you want somebody to professionally come in and clean it, honestly, that's what we do. That's yeah. our that's our job. That's what we come in and do. And uh, at any rate, that's one of those things where if you just you know proper maintenance would be that. And something else I would be doing before I filled those cracks in either the asphalt or the concrete driveway. Get your shop vac out and suck all of the debris that would be in that particular area out before you then fill that particular crack. Now, back to the types of products that you can use on the concrete especially. It really does now depend on the crack, where it's at, and so on. So I'm going to talk first with just the seam. So the natural seam that was put in by whoever laid that particular concrete, that flat work, uh, if, you, if you use a... A, uh, a, if you want to use a sealant in that particular area, they make just regular driveway seam, you know, where that where that joint is, that concrete expansion joint is. They make some expansive type sealant, if you would, that you can, you know, caulking, if you would, that you can put down in those cracks. It will give, because people don't realize, but asphalt concrete both expand and contract. So as it gets colder, the concrete shrinks. As it gets hotter, it expands. Sort of like us. We're not much different as humans. I mean, that literally, similar, you know, the heat expands, the cold will make it contract. Yeah. The same thing is happening with your concrete. So you want to make sure that when you fill those cracks, you're using some the joints I'm talking, you want to make sure you're using a product that will allow that expansion and has contraction. Has some elasticity to it. Exactly. Now, some of you are going to find, well, hey, I've got a crack that's not in the expansion joint. Oh, welcome to Colorado. Okay. I mean, literally, welcome to Colorado. It's un if you have a a patio in Colorado that does not have a crack in it, I want to come see it. Yeah. Because the reality is in Colorado, outside of expansion joint cracks is common, yeah. very common. In fact, most builders of new homes even will only allow you a certain width of crack before they'll even come out and warranty it because they also know that that's a natural occurrence in Colorado with our shifting soils, our expansive soils that we have. So with that said, you need to see what the crack is, how wide it is, and so on because there's different types of products made for that crack that's out of the expansion joint. And what I mean by that is there's more of a hard type product where you could actually fill the crack, it becomes more of a mortar type product. It's hard, it fills in, it's got some epoxy type uh, characteristics to it. In fact, in some cases it is epoxy, where you actually fill that crack with that epoxy filler and it makes a very good, uh, it's a very good filler for that particular type of a crack. Now, you're always going to see that particular crack. Uh -huh. it's, it's never going to go away. I don't care what you do, it's there, but we do need to seal it and keep the water from going down inside of it. Joe's back. Joe, welcome. What's going on, sir? Hey, Jen, just a comment. I apologize for calling twice, but um, on no, asphalt you're fine. driveway, yeah, you know, I live out in the country. I've got an uh, asphalt driveway. It's maybe 100 yards long, so I've had to do gotcha. a lot of this. Uh, two types of cracks. You know, well, you get the really tiny cracks, like, you know, width of a nickel, and those you can just put kind of one of these elastomer, uh, kind of like a liquid rubber thing you can buy in a you know, two two gallon jug from Home Depot. Right. But on the wider right. cracks, I'm talking ones that are half inch to maybe even an inch wide. Um, you need a hot pot for those. Well, not it doesn't have to be hot. I'll tell you what I've done. There there's some pretty good stuff you can get, uh, but it's kind of a gravel mix uh, with a kind yeah. of a light a latex. But here's the, this key. So you can trowel that stuff down and and bring it up, but 
you have to top coat it after it dries because if you don't, it's porous. So yep. you can yes. fill in that, yep. that three And that's where the seal coat comes in. And, and honestly, Joe, if they're that bad for a lot of you listening, I mean, if you're handy, fine, go do it yourself. But the, but the reality is it's not as expensive as people think to have that those cracks filled with the hot tar and then seal coat the whole thing. Most people think it's a huge expense to have that done. It's really not that bad, Joe. It, it isn't. You know, so you're talking a couple of hundred bucks. Uh, exactly. Know, versus, fi- versus 50 bucks. Exactly. So just, exactly. Just had, just had one, you know, one big crack. Yeah, you can fill it with the uh, with the stuff in the two-gallon bucket, but you, but some people just do it and think that's enough. They don't realize that it's porous. Rain's going to get down and freeze and make yep, it even sure is. So if, if you're Yeah, you know, it, another, another tip along those lines, too, Joe, is guys that have not concrete but asphalt driveways, if you get any kind of a – a hole or a chunk and you don't and it's in the time of the year where you're not going to get somebody out to do any kind of paving and things like that they also make the you know just the just the, the patch in a can if you would where you know you actually you can buy a bag of it or you can buy it in a can depending upon how you want to do it but you can actually buy just the cold patch and patch that yourself drive over it with your car and at least get a temporary patch in winter to your point keeping that that damage from continuing to move as we go through the winter months Right. And, John, just as a preference, I prefer the stuff in the bucket because it's it's a soup. It has a lot more binder, yep. binder yep. to it. The it bad stuff really doesn't have a lot of binder. It's kind of dry. Nope. So I, I prefer the stuff in the two-gallon bucket. It comes out. The only, the only way the bag stuff actually works is just another tip for folks. The bag stuff isn't bad. If you know they make those, and you can buy them anywhere. You, you, we talked the the barbecue grill a moment ago, Joe. So they make a, a like a almost like a flamethrower, if you would, that goes weed on burner. the end. Yeah, it's a weed burner, but flamethrower. Now, if you've got that cold patch and you've got one of those weed burners, you can heat that up, and it actually flows pretty well if you can do that. Right, but if you don't have either the stuff in the bucket that's got the uh, uh, really soupy consistency to it, uh, you know. It, by the way, it takes about four days for that stuff to dry. You can drive over it because it's down in the crack. Correct. But you put the soupy stuff down the gravel. Uh, it is a latex; it's not petroleum based. And after about four days, it'll dry, and then you top seal it with uh, you know whatever that top sealer. Uh, you want to get in the bucket, but again, if you've got more than one of those, I would go ahead and have a company come in and, and do. Uh, yeah, and I would too, Joe. I mean, again, it's just one of those things. Well, of course, it's what what we do. But if you've got, you know, if you've got a driveway, you know, especially as long as yours, for you to be out there even top coating yours, you can hire a company to come in and and actually, you know, either spray or trout or you know, they spray or squeegee that out depending upon the system that they use. And sure. yeah, that, much, much, much easier than it is. And, and, and the misconception, I think, Joe, is that a lot of people think, well, that's going to cost me a fortune. It's really not that bad. And it's like the roof. If you'll do that about every third year, it's not near as expensive because you don't have the cracks and the other things you're dealing with all the time. Well, if you have to replace that asphalt. you got to do the asphalt. It's really expensive. It's going to get really That's expensive. right. Exactly. No, right, great guys, point, Joe. That was it. No, good point. Good stuff, Joe. Thanks a lot. Good, good comments, by the way. And those of you that have asphalt driveways, they are not more or less maintenance than concrete. They're just different is probably the best way to say it. And some of you listening, like Joe, do have asphalt driveways, and some have combination. Uh, my house, I've got a combination. I've got a long drive, and then I've got asphalt up towards the house or concrete up towards the house. So some of you will have a combination of these just, to begin, just depending upon where you live and how long your driveway is and so on. But we've got another segment left. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. Myself, Jeff Kitty, we're live at the Sons of Italy Car Show, 32nd in Harlan. Come by, say hi. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. 
Now is the time to zero in on your target audience. So many businesses spread themselves too thin by trying to reach an enormous pool of customers. John Rush can help you define your niche, trimming the fat so you can maximize your profits, not just surviving the shutdowns, but actually beating out your competition with smarter business strategies. You've done a good job staying afloat. Now it's time to hone in on your most profitable customers. Reach John now at RushToReason.com. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Procrastination and hesitation yield the same result. No meaningful decision. Do you have questions regarding a reverse mortgage? Learn how it may work for you. Our main job is educating you on the facts. This type of mortgage is not for everyone, but it may be just right for you. Call Steve at 303-885-0254, home of Knowledge in Reverse. That's 303-885-2054. Learn the truth. NMLS 243-200, regulated by DOOR. Equal Opportunity Lender. All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty, and my dad and uncle and nephew just came rolling by. And uh, Paul from GIA Insurance is uh, really key and instrumental in having all this happen. We're live at the Sons of Italy Car Show. Some of you have been calling and asking, where is that? As I said, 32nd in Harlan. What are the main landmarks? This is the landmark in this neighborhood. It, it really is. The, the Sons of Italy, you know, sort of like a, an American Legion Hall, if you would. So when you're in this area, anybody that lives over here knows this area, of course, really well. But if you don't, just you can even Google in Sons of Italy, and it'll take you right here, 32nd in Harlan. Or you can just type in 32nd in Harlan. But, but Harlan runs, for those of you that maybe don't know, Harlan is a street on the west side of town, so west of I-25. It's about halfway between Sheridan and Wadsworth. Okay, runs the same direction that Wadsworth and Sheridan runs. So it runs north-south, and I, Harlan's probably a little closer to Sheridan than it is Wadsworth, but it's basically between Wadsworth and Sheridan on 32nd. Now, a good way to come here would be to take, like, if you're coming from the east, come down I-70 to Sheridan, get off on Sheridan, Take it all the way down to 32nd, head west, and you'll see us on the right-hand side of the road. Yep. If you're coming from the west to the east, get off on Wadsworth and do exactly the same thing. Just take it down to 32nd and head east, and you'll run right into it. You can also take 38th to Harlan and come that direction if you want. It just depends on where you're at and how you want to do it. But it's real easy to find. Again, we're at 32nd Harlan, Sons of Italy Car Show, 
And, uh, yeah, so far, I mean, my dad and uncle just said they had to, had to park several blocks away just to, to, you know, just to get over here and walk in. So it's pretty full of cars right now in the lot. I'm guessing by the time they're filled out, there's about 150 spaces here probably for, for actual cars. And somebody else called and said there's a nice show out east as well. I got an email this morning on that saying there's a good show out east. Uh, I have, have not been to that one. It's out in Fort Morgan. So those of you that are way out east in Fort Morgan area, there's actually a car show out there today as well. So it's kind of fun to get out and about with COVID. And this is one of the really, this is really the first car show event we've been to all summer long. We had a gr- good event up in Sterling with Novus Autoglass, but this is our first real car show event of the entire 2020 year now. So I want to tell Paul, thanks for having us out. This is actually nice. It's, yes, it's it's. It's really it's nice. a joy to be here. So great it is. day, beautiful, beautiful weather. All right. So speaking of that, as we get into the fall winter months, we just talked about you know concrete repair and asphalt repair and so on. One thing else I want to add to that I want to make sure that we're we're uh, you know adding into this this midst is you also need to be checking what's up against the foundation. So a lot of you will have driveways that connect right to the foundation of the house. That's where the garage in that is, where your footers in that are. You also want to make sure that you don't have a bunch of water running down through that crack into the foundation area of your house. And a lot of you are thinking, man, there's there's a lot to do here. Well, if you want your flat work around your house to stay nice and to to not be all cracked and heaved and so on on down the road, yeah, there's a few things you need to make sure that you're doing and taking care of, and this is one of those things. Maintenance with ownership. Yeah. You know, flat work's not cheap. Something else, if you've got a driveway that's asphalt okay. that doesn't have the right prep work as far as underlayment, Underneath. you will forever. Well, it's, like car, it's like paint on a car. Yeah. If it's it, no different. It's exactly, exactly the same way. If Whatever was prepped and handled underneath is exactly the way things are going to look on the surface. That's exactly. true with asphalt. It's true with concrete. If there's no road base under it. There's nothing to support it. It's going to go away. That's exactly right. Okay. It's a little early. This article that I'm reading from talks about draining the outside water lines and faucets. We're a little early on that because, again, we still need some watering of the vegetation, plants, grass, and so on. Uh, we're, we're, we're not to that point yet. I'll tell you as we get a little closer. Now, Joe called earlier in this particular hour, talked about the heating system, cooling system, the uh, humidifier, and so on. Yes, that is something that we want to make sure we've got in order. And, by the way, folks, that includes... All of you listening, no matter what type of system you have, whether you've got an actual forced air system or you have a hot water, you know, type radiant type heat, whatever it is, make sure both of those are in great working order. If there's anything needed, now's the time to get that taken care of, serviced. If you've got any, you know, if you, a lot of you have wells, you, you already know what you need to be doing when it comes to water softeners and the maintenance of and so on. You, most of you that are in that world have a little bit more idea of what that maintenance end of it is. I'm not going to get into that because you typically know what you need to be doing if you're on well water anyways. The rest of the of the um, area that's listening to us, although I keep forgetting, we've got people that listen to us all over a tri-state region that are probably on well septic, things like that. And, uh, yeah, just make sure that you're you're ready for winter when it comes to all those things. Nothing worse than having a water breakdown in the middle of winter, well or et cetera. 
That is for sure. So do it now. Okay, one other thing, and this is something you could be doing right now because we're kind of getting that time of the year where, yeah, you might still use your patio furniture, but we're really getting wound down, folks. As we get in another couple of weeks and get into October, you know, the evenings are getting pretty cool now. The sun's down now by about 7.15, 7.30. Let's face it, you're really not hanging out on the patio a whole lot anymore. So what does that mean? If you have a place where you actually store your furniture, uh, I'm one where I take all the cushions, things like that off, store those over the winter. I typically put all my patio furniture in a place where the wind doesn't want to take it to Kansas because we get lots of wind in Colorado in this front range area in the wintertime. So that's typically what I will start doing over the next few weeks is getting all those things prepped, get that stuff put away, get it ready to go, however you decide you want to store it, and... uh, just make sure that it's good, clean, ready to go, and so on. This is in the article, and it's not a bad idea. Typically, you do this at the time change. Now, we're about a what about six weeks away from time change at this point in time. Typically, you would test your alarms, your fire alarms, and your you know carbon monoxide testers, and so on. You typically would test those as we get into change that. Batteries. You, you would typically do that at that twice a year interval with the time change. But you know what? If you did it now, fine. Not a problem. We talked about this one also a few weeks ago when we started talking about the concrete asphalt maintenance and so on, and that is eliminate air leaks. So also a great time of the year where if you've got any kind of windows, doors, things like that, where you've thought about replacing them, uh, I had some estimates done on some windows at my place this past week, and uh, Pella is the company that I'm going with, and they're about six weeks out on getting windows in. So timing on it will be about right. If you wait much longer, you're going to get far enough along where, yeah, you can still put them in, but you know, it's, you're going to have some drafts. It's going to get a little dicier. You know, drafting as in when they take that window out and it's cold or snowy and something, you know, they can still do all that. I get that, but it's much easier to do that now than it would be then. But you want to check your gaps between, you know, the window, fascia, siding. If that's what you have, you have a brick house, it's different. I get all that. But you know your house. You know what you need to go through and inspect. And, again, these are things that you can do that you really don't need to have a handyman come and do. Now, if you use ceiling fans, this next this next one in the, in the article if you're a ceiling fan user, I'm not. Some love them. I frankly hate them, but I know a lot of people use them and love them. Reverse the direction. Yeah. Now is that time of the year where we're going to start not cooling as much. We're going to be heating. We want to reverse the direction of that fan. Now's kind of that time to start doing that. Typically, it's a flip of the switch on the side of the, of the fan. Not a lot to do when it comes to that. So, I, I don't. I don't like. I don't like wind. I don't like the drafty movement of the. I'm sorry, I'm weird. I know. I don't like the drafty movement of the air. That's why I don't use ceiling fans. That's just me. Well, in our house, it works really well just to keep the cooling bills down and the heating. Bills. And it will. And it. And again, it depends on the room. And I'm. Yeah, you know, just. It's just me. Not. You know. It's, everybody's a little different when it comes to that. But you know, if you've got ceiling fans, that is the time of the year to do that. The other thing I would also recommend as we start getting into this time of the year and you start changing seasons would be, <clears throat> most of you will have a water filter on your fridge. Yep. Now, a lot of you will have those where. The fridge will tell you what the percentage left is. A lot of the newer modern fridges do that. But some of the older fridges don't. They're based literally on time. So same thing. I would change those about twice a year. You're getting into that time of the year where you could actually change that. Again, those of you that are out in those areas where you're on well water and so on, and some of you even inside of the city will have filtration systems on your water, 
things along those lines, now is another good time to go ahead and get those serviced. Fall, spring, change those filters out. Some of you all have a reverse osmosis, things like that. Um, and that really depends on what part of the city you live in. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, those of us kind of over on this west side, Typically, we're pretty decent water with the, uh, you know, the, the, the municipalities that we have over here. But it depends on where you're at, what kind of water quality you have. And some people are water snobs. They, they want that really good tasting water, and they're willing to pay for the, you know, filtration and so on on the whole house filter. And, again, if that's you, then so be it. Okay, one thing that we'll be talking about here in the not-too-distant future is, as I'm looking around, the leaves are just now starting to turn. I don't know about the rest of you, but I've got several trees at my house, depending upon the species, that are starting to turn colors. You're going to start seeing some leaves drop off. And, and again, the reason why I want you guys on the roof now before those leaves start falling is you need to be inspecting what your roof looks like now before all those leaves start falling, clogging up gutters and doing those things. So I want you up there now, not after those leaves start to fall off off the roof. I want you doing that now where you can see what's going on versus when those leaves are all over. And depending upon where you leave, where you live and how many trees you actually have, the leaves can become a huge issue. The other thing that you need to be aware of too with leaves, and most of you know this, but if you have leaves that fall off the tree because of the high nitrogen content that are in certain leaves, maple trees being one of them, if you leave those sit and they collect moisture, they will stain your concrete. Okay, It will stain whatever they're on, by the way. You'll have these big, big brown, goldish-type marks all over everything. So, again, one of the best tools I believe you can have around the house is either a small gas-powered air blower or the new battery-powered ones work fabulous as well. It depends on the size of the property you have and so on. But those things are fabulous when it comes to getting rid of leaves and cleaning things up and, and being prepared for some of the things that were mentioning now so again we're live sons of italy car show myself jeff kitty drive radio is coming up next we're going to be here until one o'clock doing that the car show itself goes till two but i would say hey come on by say hi uh, we're really looking forward to seeing a lot of you out here there's a ton of you that have already been out and have kind of waved as you've gone by we appreciate that very much 32nd and harlan is where we're at sons of italy you can Google that, but again, best thing to do is we're right between, not quite half, but right between Sheridan and Wadsworth is where Harlan is, runs north and south. We're at 32nd. This, this part of town, it's all sequenced. The farther north you go, the bigger the number gets. The farther south you go, the smaller the number gets as far as the streets go. Yeah, it's about almost a mile from Sheridan, east of Sheridan. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. You, I mean, east of Wads, you mean? No, east of Sheridan. Or no, no west of Sheridan, Thank east of There Wadsworth. we go. Thank you. We're east of Wads, west of Sheridan. All right. With that, we're going to get things closed out. We'll come back. We'll start drive radio in just a few minutes. So hang tight, guys. We'll be right back. This has been Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.